Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to chapel. My name is Nathan Grazer. I'm a second year here. And I just want to invite you all to stand with us and sing this morning. Blessed be your name, land that is plentiful, with streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name, when I'm found in the desert place, when I walk through the wilderness. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be your name, shining down on me, the world's all as it should be. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name, those marked with suffering, those pain in the offering. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be a glorious name. Give and take away, you give and take away, my heart will choose to say, for blessed be your name, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be the name Jesus, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your Just how much you mean to me now that you guide me, Lord. I give all that I am to you every day. I could be a light that shines your name every day. It's you I live for every day. I follow after you every day. I'll walk with you, my Lord. Day, Lord, I learn to stand upon your word and to 
O God, the God of September 22nd, 2006, we invite your continued presence to be with us this day. We invite your continued presence to be with us in the future. But for this day, we invite you here and now. And we also pray that you be with Shar as she shares and speaks of her faith journey. Amen. As we continue with worship this morning, I want to welcome each of you. My name is Bob Yoder, and I am your campus pastor. I also want to extend a special welcome to the guests that we have on campus. We have about 90 prospective students here on campus, as well as about 40 parents who are also here checking us out at Goshen College. So if you see anybody, please give them a welcome. In each semester during our chapels, we generally have several faculty and staff share parts of their faith journey with us as a way to get to know them better, as a way to hear of God's testimony in their life. This morning, I am very pleased to introduce to you Shar Hosteller, if you already do not know Shar. Shar is the Associate Dean of Student Services here at Goshen College. Uh, which also includes campus uh, counselor and supervising me and supervising some other parts here on campus as well. She really enjoys working with college students and has served as a resident director here at Goshen College back in the mid-80s for a couple of years and then moved on to Heston College in Heston, Kansas, where she served as dean of students for eight years. And so now she is excited to be back on college campus uh, again here at Goshen. Shar is also pleased to have her husband Rich help out in chapel this morning by leading us in singing. 
Rich is the president of Oakwood Leadership Academy just down the road in Syracuse. They have two young adult children who are both in college. Welcome, Char. I'm very pleased to be here with you this morning, and I'm glad that you're all here. Um, for you to get a little understanding of who I am, I thought I'd begin by showing you a few pictures that give you a glimpse of my life story. I grew up in a small town in Ontario, Canada, where you could go to the corner store and get three candies for a penny. It was such a big event when you got a penny under your pillow when you lost a tooth, and you could go to the corner drugstore and spend it. I grew up in a loving two-parent family with one younger sister. I'm sure that you all have had the privilege, or some of you have had the privilege, of being dressed in matching clothes with your siblings. <laughs> My grandma used to come and stay with us for several weeks each year, and that was really a special time to get to know her. And then she would sew for us while we were there. Um, we were very excited about our new green capes. Um, I went to college right here at Goshen College and was very excited to take guitar lessons from this very handsome hunk. <laughs> I never did learn to uh, play guitar, but we were married between our junior and senior years of college. My parents were very concerned that if we got married before we finished college, I would never complete my degree. Thankfully, we were both able to complete our degrees and were very privileged to attend our 25th reunion during homecoming weekend this fall. A few other noteworthy accomplishments. Um, I ran my first and last 10K with a good friend three months after we both had our first babies. I don't even like to run, but this is one of those things that you do just to see if you can. And I was really so grateful just to go across the finish line. In 1994, I was privileged to go back to school and get my Master's of Social Work degree from Kansas University. When I turned 40, I had my first limo ride to Jimmy's Diner in Wichita, Kansas. And last, I wanted to show you, um, I wanted for you to know that I've been so blessed to be a mother of two children that are now 19 and 21. There are many other experiences that brought me to this point today, but I didn't think it was appropriate for me to like have a two-hour video of myself. So I hope that gives you a little bit of a background that tells you who I am as I share from my faith story. My father was a pastor, so my family was closely tied to the church. I experienced much love and stability within the church family, going to Sunday school, having parts in the Christmas plays, oh, I love to be an angel, and loving summer Bible school. In those days, which was a little while ago, we used to have Bible school for two weeks every morning. My extended family was also nearby with lots of cousins, and I remember fun times making tunnels in the hay mows and riding go-karts through the fields. As I grew up, I understood God was a loving God and the world was good. When I was 12 years old, I had my first experience 
with the world being flipped upside down and the things that you count on as being the same forever starting to change. It wasn't at all as traumatic as some people experience, but for me, it was life-changing. I remember coming into the kitchen and finding my mother and father both crying. I couldn't imagine what had happened. Mom and dads never cry. I learned that they had been badly hurt by getting the news that my dad had been asked to leave the church that he had been pastoring for the past eight years, the church that I knew as family. That morning in the Sunday worship service, our family had had to go to the basement while the rest of the church held the annual pastoral vote. In those days, churches voted to decide if their pastors should stay or move on. Thankfully, few churches do that anymore because it was a very hurtful process. We had to leave the church and church friends with little chance to process or understand why. It shook my understanding of life and it took some time to learn to trust people and feel safe in the church again. Um, it was actually during my college years, as I was separate from my family and like really had to work on owning my faith and figuring out what I wanted, that I actually was able to do some processing and come more to peace with that experience that had happened. Looking back now, it ended up being a very positive experience for my family, despite the painful way that it happened. My dad took the opportunity to go back to school, and so we left family and friends and the familiar and moved to the United States of America, which like was really big for me. And there he attended the Associated Mennonite Biblical Seminary, and I got a glimpse of a much bigger world. This was the first time that I remember having to trust God in the unfamiliar, to trust him when I didn't understand why life was needing to change. It was a most important lesson for me to learn. I learned that following God doesn't mean that everything will go just the way I think it should, even if I pray hard enough. I learned that following God may mean that I will be asked to do things that I never dreamed of doing, and I may have to walk through things that I would never choose to experience. But I learned that no matter what I go through, God will never leave me. This truth guided me through many experiences in life. I remember being on SST in Korea. I couldn't communicate with anybody, and I was thousands of miles from home. For those of you who know me, you know that I like to talk. So that was like really major for me not to be able to talk to anybody. I had never felt so alone, and I cried out to God from a mountainside by my service village of Pujan. God met me there, and he assured me that he would give me the strength to go on, and he assured me that I was never alone. In the summer of 1987, we moved to Pasadena, California, where Rich attended Fuller Seminary. We had a two-year-old, and I was eight months pregnant. We left the familiar for many unknowns, because we had a sense that God was calling us to take some risks. Within the first two months in the area, we had a baby, we had a major earthquake, 
and I lost my purse, which for whatever reason contained all of both of our identification. And in California, where there's many, many people and nobody knows you, you really need your identification. It was a very intense time for me, and I was plagued with many fears, and I began experiencing anxiety attacks. It was in this very dark time that God assured me again that I was not alone. God spoke to me through caring new friends, and he showed me that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I have nothing to fear. As I trust him, he will provide. A favorite verse that reminds me of this is from Philippians 4:13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Another verse that has been very special and important to me is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. When I was 12 years old, I didn't understand why life had to hurt or change. But 35 years later, I have a much different understanding of a loving God. And I know that no matter where the journey goes, I can trust God. I know that some of you have already experienced very difficult life-changing events that you're trying to make sense of. And others of you are asking good questions as you try to figure out how to embrace life fully. I am so grateful to be here at Goshen College right now and to have the privilege of walking with you in these times. I want to assure you that you are very loved, that you are never alone, and that as we are stretched beyond our comfort zone, God's strength is made known. At this time, my husband, Rich, he's that handsome hunk from the pictures, he's going to join me, um, and we'd like to sing a Stephen Curtis Chapman song, Hold On to Jesus. ocean and the waves of fear starting to grow doubts and questions arising with the tide so I'm clinging to the one sure thing I know I will hold on to the hand of my Savior tried to hold many treasures keep slipping through my fingers like sand there's one treasure 
means more than breath itself So I'm clinging to it with everything I am I will hold on to the hand of my Savior I will hold on with all my might I will hold loosely to things that are fleeting And hold on to Jesus I will hold on to Jesus for life Like a child holding on to a promise I will cling to His word and believe Till I press on to take hold of that For which Christ Jesus took hold of I will hold on to Jesus for life. As you walk. As you walk on your journey, may you cling to the promise that you are loved, that you are never alone, and that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Go in peace and confidence.